Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. How about some music on this Saturday morning? hard to have patience when you're waiting on luck Like a post, do truck Like a post, do truck To bring you a love as tough as elephant tusks No chance of rust No chance of rust Searching for a reason you could only find one He said you're just no fun You're just no fun And if seeing you naked wasn't such a bargain It would be a home run It would be a home Destruct 
And isn't that just love? A will to destruct Isn't that just love When you're no fun Isn't that just love That's No Fun, a track off the album Why Does the Earth Give Us People to Love? It's the latest from Chicago artist Kara Jackson. Now, if that name sounds familiar, it's probably because Kara was the National Youth Poet Laureate from 2019 to 2020. Her thoughtful and devastatingly honest lyrics, lines like, I want to be as dangerous as a dancing dragon or a steam engine, a loaded gun, being loved for my hazard and a will to destruct. And isn't that just love, a will to destruct? Are like pieces of poetry nestled in a verse. That track that we just heard, well, that's a WBEZ exclusive performance by the artist herself. Kara, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Your voice is just a knockout. I look at you and I just I don't expect that to come (laughs) from your body. I mean, it's haunting. It's just beautiful. Thank you. A lot of people say that, you know, I think because I kind of look young. I don't know. My mom always says I look like a little girl still, (laughs) but my voice doesn't necessarily match that all the time. So (laughs) it is funny. I absolutely love it. And you're, you're getting high praises, too, from one of our engineers, Dave. He said, you know, this is Sade meets Joni Mitchell. That's a really high compliment. Thank you. How does that make you feel hearing how folks feel about your music? I mean, for me, it's really just unprecedented. You know, I've always loved making music. I've been singing since I was a child. So it's just always been something I've done to, you know, just recreationally and also just spiritually. It just Mm -hmm. has been something soothing for me. And I've always loved music. But I think to put it out in the world, it's so vulnerable. And I just didn't know what to expect. You know, it's my first album and I just didn't even know who would reach. So I'm just constantly surprised and honored just by how many people have listened to it and I didn't know what to expect initially so I just am in for the ride really well as you said you've been playing music since you were you were young is there someone in your life Kara that encouraged you to to write songs definitely both of my parents I grew up in a household um, with my parents and my older brother and my mom really was intent on making sure my brother and I took music lessons growing up. She didn't take lessons herself as a kid, so she wanted us to be musical because she always loved music but didn't know how to play it. Mm. So we had to take piano lessons at a really young age. Like, she had a rule. Like, we didn't really have really many strict rules, but that was a strict rule we had. We had to take piano lessons until we left for college. I started piano when I was, like, five and discovered different music through that. And I always liked to sing. So I think that was really my foundation is just growing up in a really musical household. Stuff was always playing, you know, soul mm-hmm. music to clean the house and stuff. Saturday mornings. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I love that. So you're playing instruments, you're singing. When did the poetry come about? Because, you know, like I said, you're probably best known here mm-hmm. as a poet. Yeah, 
So I started poetry actually a little later. I definitely liked it in middle school, but I didn't start taking it seriously until I was in high school because I went to a school that just happened to have a really large spoken word program. So through that and just um, watching and going to a spoken word showcase, I found myself really mesmerized by it and I wanted to do it myself. And then it kind of just took over my life and my high school career and you know the rest is history I guess yeah you, <laughs> I'm curious how you approach writing lyrics mm-hmm. versus writing poetry is, is there a difference I think I get this question a lot but I feel like I'm still figuring it out myself I, f- I think there's a lot of similarities and overlaps between the two and as someone who just loves to write in general and I love words and language I think that songwriting and poetry really can be quite similar in their approach and I think for me the foundations that I got of poetry just in terms of what makes good writing I think those rules and those formalities transcend the genre or the form itself I think good writing is good writing and I think that that's just how I kind of approach any work that I'm doing in general. All right so it's time to hear another of your songs set this next one up for us. So the next song you'll hear is a song called Pawn Shop. And when I was writing this song, I was really thinking about the ways in which your worth and your value as a human being is so subjective. I think especially as a black woman, I've seen my value, you know, be completely just discarded from some people. And then also with other people, you know, I'm uplifted and honored. And so I think like going into a pawn shop and thrifting and finding vintage clothes You can really find a value in anything, even if somebody wanted to throw something away. (laughs) Nice. Let's listen. Somebody's bandit and their heart becomes your loot What kind of player does that make you? Breaking your hearts and selling them too You picked me in a pawn shop I was used but it as new Shiny as a tattoo but permanent as party balloons broken you never did end up showing I'm not a liquidated asset I'm sharper than a jewel what kind of minor does that make you 
when I'm the golden. You're just a fool. So again, Kara, I mean, you just continue to blow me away. That voice of yours is just dynamic. I mean, it, your music, it feels so relaxed. Um, you know, like it, it just meanders through some beautiful reflections on life. I think yeah. when you pair all that with the rich vocals that you come with, I think it makes for such a unique style. Mm-hmm. And artists these days are often embodying the music that they love themselves, right? Yeah. So what musicians give you inspirations, especially for this album? So many. I think my foundation, my foundation in music was definitely, you know, the classic people like Ella Fitzgerald and Sarah Vaughn. My dad's a big jazz person, but mm-hmm. also Joni Mitchell and Joan Baez and people like that. Nina Simone, of course, but also so many contemporary people. I think my peers are really some of my biggest inspirations, like the album I made in collaboration with my friends, Kaina and Sen Morimoto and Namdi, who are also all local music acts here in Chicago. So And Jamila Woods, who is one of my mentors and someone I've always admired so much. So I just think I've been so blessed to know so many creative people in real life who inspire me. Well, speaking of some of those friends you just talked about a few months ago, we had Sen Morimoto on this show. And we asked him to bring some new music at the time. And he brought up your song, Brain. Here's a little bit more of what he had to say about it. Kara Jackson is one of my favorite artists in Chicago right now. And they've just have one of the most incredible songwriting voices. I think like their lyricism is so unmatched. So talk more about, you know, working with all of these amazing artists again for this uh, collaboration. And what does it feel like to get such high praise from such talent here in Chicago? It really is so special. And I never feel less grateful. I think I'm just continue, like I just continue to be grateful for the friends that I have and just, the way that they've believed in me, I think especially Sen Morimoto and Kaina in specific, those two have really supported me for such a long time and just encouraged me to even put my music out. When I put an EP out in 2019, it was because Kaina kind of just urged me to do it. and I didn't even really know what I was going to do with those songs. Mm. So just for so much of my time navigating the music scene in Chicago and just the industry in general, all three of those musicians have been so integral in terms of just showing me the ropes and teaching me how to navigate through this wild industry and this wild moment we're in. And I just am so grateful to them. And I just think that they're some of my favorite people ever and some of the most talented musicians ever, especially Sen, who is just a multi-instrumentalist and just put out a song that I love. So It's always a pleasure, and I hope to make music and collaborate with them in many ways, you know, for as long as I can. Why does the earth give us people to love? That's a a curious name for this album. I mean, it's almost like the name of the album is a a snippet of poetry Mm -hmm. itself. Where'd that come from? Yeah, so the title of the album was born out of the the song itself the title track i wrote that before i really had the album itself 
And it was a question, I think it just felt natural to me to make that the title of the album because that song really feels like the the thesis of the album in a lot of ways and the question that kind of guides the whole album. You know, why are we put on earth amongst each other and around all these people? You know, mm-hmm. wh- why are we here? I think that's a question that I find myself asking a lot in many different contexts, you know, even in a frustrated context when you're dating people and it's really hard, you know, why do mm-hmm. I have to deal with this? But then also in grief, you know, why are we here to love each other just to go away too? So I think mm-hmm. that question is relevant throughout the album and that's ultimately why it's the title. And that last example you gave, I mean, that's a question that comes even from childhood, yeah. right? Little kids especially don't understand mm-hmm. that concept at all yeah. um, when they're exposed to grief early in life, you know. Well, what's next for you? So basically, I have a little downtime, so I'm trying to enjoy summer despite the smoke in the air, I guess. But I'm going on tour. I'm opening for Julia Jacqueline in yes. July going into August, and then... I have some headlining dates in Europe in the fall. I'm going to be opening for Angel Olsen also in Amazing. November and October. So I'm really excited for the show is coming up. And yeah. Enjoy this downtime because it sounds like <laughs> once it starts back up, it's it's full steam ahead. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's Kara Jackson, Chicago-based musician and poet. Her album, Why Does the Earth Give Us People to Love, was released in April. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me. All right, one last song, if you will. What are you going to play to close us out? The last song I'll leave you with is a song called Lily, which I wrote in dedication to my friend Lily, who I've known for a little while now. So shout out, Lily. Shout out, Lily. (laughs) Lily. What your mind can see What your hands can weave What your mouth can sing Everlasting Everlasting You and I both know how goes I have to leave my home and you have to leave your own for that Minnesota cold mm-hmm. That's it for this episode. It was produced and edited by Ethan Schwab with help from Linnea Dominic. If you've been liking our weekly deep dive into Chicago's music scene, check out our recent episode with Maria Jacobson. She's the front woman of Fran. Is there a Chicago artist that you want to put on our radar? Leave us a voicemail at 888-915-9945. Again, that's 888-915-9945. Or email us at reset at wbez.org. We'll talk again on Monday. It outlives us It outlives us You and I both know how this goes I'm gone 
to leave my home and you have to leave your own for that Minnesota cold oh Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.